We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now we're talking about how to get it to work for you. I want us to get into this here in this little booklet, God's Creative Power. That's what we're teaching from, and it's the booklet on page 14. Now, I've kind of rambled through the rest of it and skipped a lot of it and said a lot of stuff that wasn't in there. But let's notice now, it makes a difference why you're decreeing certain things. Now, if somebody said, well, I'm just going to say I'm going to be a millionaire because I just want to be a millionaire. What are you basing that on? Well, I'm just basing it on my desire. Well, you're probably going to go bankrupt. Somebody said, what are you basing all your confessions on? Oh, well, nothing in particular. Well, that's probably what you're going to get. <laughs> nothing in particular. So you've got to have God's Word for it. Now, this is why the Lord instructed me several years ago to take... See, see this little booklet, God's Creative Power, came from the tongue of creative force. It's excerpts from that book. And the Lord said to me... Put it into a mini book form so they can stick it in their shirt pocket, put it in their purse. And I never imagined in all my wildest imagination that there'd be 4,200,000 of them in print. That's how many is in print right now. Testimonies from all over the world that they've been delivered from financial crisis and all kinds of situations, healed of cancer and everything else from confessing God's word. Now, out of all the mail that I've got on this, I have seen two letters that did not like this book, thought is the most blasphemous book they ever read in their whole life. They said, you must think you're God. One guy said, you just think you're God. You're just saying all those things that's in the Bible and taking it out of context and said you did the greatest job I've ever seen of taking scriptures out of context. And he underlined and circled every place that it says I. I am the body of Christ. He circled that eye. You just struck on yourself, he said. <laughs> now, dear God, here's a guy that is uh, spiritually illiterate. He don't even know how to read. But the same day, I got a letter from a lady that said, I want to tell you how much this little booklet meant to me. Isn't that amazing? The same day now, I got a letter from another lady. And she said, I want to tell you, your booklet, this confessing the word of God saved my son's life. Said he was, I think, four years old. Said we found him floating face down in the swimming pool the other morning. And said we had been confessing that every day over him, that in my pathways life there is no death in all of the confession scriptures. And the little boy just confessed it every day. And they confessed it over him. Said my husband drug him out, pumped the water out of him, confessing the word of God over him. And said in 20 minutes he's up running around. Now, what would have happened if it had been the other guy that said, that's the most blasphemous book I ever heard in my life? They'd have had a funeral the next day. Because, you see, he doesn't understand the principles of God. Now, let's go through some of these. We'll not take time to go through all of these, of course, but I want to show you what the Word of God is designed to do. I am the body of Christ, and Satan had no power over me because I overcome evil with good. Now, see, that's nothing but Scripture. That's what God said in His Word about us, 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Paul said, we're the body of Christ. I am the body of Christ, and Satan had no power over me. The Scripture, Romans 12, 21, says we overcome evil with good. 
So we just hook those two scriptures up together and make a confession out of it. That I'm the body of Christ, that Satan had no power over me. Overcome evil with good, I am of God and have overcome Satan, for greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, your word and your spirit, they comfort me. I will fear no evil. See, fear brings oppression. Now, we can learn some things from the book of Job about fear. See, Job in the third chapter, verse 25 and 26, Job said, The thing of greatly feared has come upon me. The thing I was afraid of has come unto me. Now notice, he greatly feared. He didn't just fear, he was highly developed in his fears. Now you want to know what he was highly developed in? Let's look at it. The book of Job, chapter 3, verse 25 and 26. For the thing which I greatly feared has come upon me, and that which I was afraid of has come unto me. You will always attract the thing you are afraid of. You will draw it like a magnet. Faith will repel things from you that would normally come to you in the way of destructive forces. It'll repel it, but fear will bring it to you. It'll come to you when it comes to nobody else if you fear. Now look at what he said in verse 26. I was not in safety. Neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. I guess so. That's the formula for trouble and defeat. He was not in safety. Now let's judge him by what the Word says. The very indictment that Satan brought against God was that you've hedged Job about on every side and I can't get to him. I can just see God standing there grinning and say, Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. And I didn't say that in the Bible, but he did. He had him hedged about. But Job said, I was not in safety. See, he saw himself. He didn't believe he was in safety. Even though God had him hedged about, he was in fear. He was afraid. You know what he was afraid of? Something's going to happen to his children, to his cattle, to all his possessions. And when it happened, it happened quickly. He was highly developed in it. Neither had I rest. He couldn't rest in the Lord. The Bible said, rest in the Lord. See, we can learn some things from this. Neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. So what you fear will eventually come upon you. So don't allow fear to rule your life. That's why these confessions of God's Word will build faith in you. I am far from oppression. Fear does not come nigh me. I am far from oppression. Somebody said, well, how in the world could somebody that has oppression say that? It's easy. Just open your mouth and start saying it. And read the Scripture, see. That's what the Word says about us in Isaiah, the 54th chapter, verse 14. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear. See, fear brings oppression. So if you're under oppression, start saying, I am far from oppression. Fear does not come nigh me. You proclaim it. Somebody said, you're lying. No, I'm decreeing what God said about me. I'm releasing my faith in what God said. I'm not going to release my faith in what I have. I'm not going to proclaim what I have. I'm not denying what I have. I just don't decree it. I just don't establish it. Do you understand what I'm saying? We're not talking about denying what exists. We're talking about affirming and decreeing what God said. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, for my righteousness is of the Lord, and whatever I do will prosper, for I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That's what God said about me. How in the world could that be a lie when God said it? 
And I just decree it. Now, if you'll decree it, God will cause light to shine upon your path so you'll know how to cause that to come to pass. See, it's not always a miraculous working of the power of God that just zaps you with a miracle. It's that God gives you an idea sometimes. He can give you an idea in an instant of time that would cause the manifestation of a financial miracle in your life. I mean, just one little thought. And see, if you decree a thing, light shall shine upon your path. Now, when I saw this and got involved in activating the promises of God in my life, I've never been one to just, you know, jump whole hog at anything until I tried it out. I mean, prove things. You prove things that they'll work. I knew as the Word of God, and I thought, well, I'll just try it in little things. See, it'll work the same in small things. See, some people make a mistake. There's a lot of people trying to build a third story on a vacant lot. They're trying to get up there first, you know. There's people trying to believe God for healing for cancer that never has developed themselves to believe God to find a parking place or to get rid of a headache. See, they're going out and beyond probably where they're developed to. So I started in the smaller thing. And I started saying, thank God, because of the word here, I'm just going to start saying no weapon formed against me will prosper. And my righteousness is the Lord. Whatever I do will prosper. If no weapon formed against you prospers, and whatever you do prospers, how long would it take you to get prosperous? It wouldn't take long, would it? If nothing would work against you. So when I'd go fishing, I'd just confess the Word. I'd say, thank God I'm fishing today, and the Word says whatever I do will prosper. So I take dominion over the bass of this lake. (laughs) I mean, I got the fish in the freezer to prove that it works. You activate the promise. You believe God in whatever area you're talking about, and you confess the Word of God. I'm delivered from the evils of this present world, for it is the will of God. How many of you know it's the will of God to be delivered from the evil of this present world? Jesus came to deliver us from the evil of this present world. Thank God I believe he did, don't you? Now, we may not have full manifestation of it yet, but we have the full promise of it. So let's decree the promise, decree what God said, and believe for God to let light shine upon our path to have the manifestation of it. Glory to God. God's power... His creative power work for you if you'll put it to work. But now, these things are not going to happen to you just because they're in the Bible. Now, I've heard people say this, and you have too. They say, well, now, if it's God's will for me to prosper, then God will just send it to me. If it's God's will for me to be healed, I'll be healed, I guess. If it's not, well, I won't. So they pray, Lord, if it be thy will. Now, the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise them up. If you don't know what God's will is, how could you release any faith? There is no faith released in a prayer, a petition that says, Lord, if it be thy will. When it comes to a prayer petition, you must know the will of God. There is no better way of knowing God's will than to confess his promises. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Trust you've been with us all this week. We've been talking about God's creative power and how it'll work for you. Now, this is the last day for CD offer number 7413. 
It's entitled Why Confession Works. It's four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. Now, in this series, Why Confession Works, we talk about six reasons why confession works for you. First of all, it sets the law of faith in motion. Jesus said, Whosoever shall say, believe, doubt not in his heart, believe what he is saying will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, this is the way the law of faith works. In Luke 17, Jesus said, If you had faith as a mustard seed, you would say unto the sycamine tree, to whatever's given you problems, you would say to it, Be plucked up, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Didn't say to pray to God to move it. Said, Set the law of faith in motion, in other words, and it will obey you. When you speak God's word after him, there's power there. You're giving voice to what God said. And then, you see, you set the law of faith in motion by saying, and someone said, well, it, all you got to do is say it. No, there's more to it than saying it. But saying it is involved in setting the law of faith in motion. And then it changes the heart. What you speak gets in your heart. Paul said the word is nigh you. It is in your mouth. In other words, first it's in your mouth. Then it gets in your heart. And that's where faith works in the heart. It won't work in your head. Paul said the carnal mind is enmity against God, not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. But it works in the heart. Faith works in the heart. And this series will give you a clear understanding of how to put God's creative power to work for you. That's offer number 7413 for a total price of $34. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.